Hi, everyone, and welcome to another Firms Consulting Podcast. So today, again, we're going to step out of the um, Empire International uh, Corporate Strategy and Transformation Study. And I'm going to talk about the management of a boutique firm because Firms Consulting is, for lack of a better word, a boutique firm. We, we like being small, right? So I co-founded Firms Consulting uh, many years ago. And I've been leading it. I mean, I'm basically the face of firms consulting. Even though there are other people involved, I do all of the kind of client-facing stuff, and I enjoy it. I like working with clients. I mean, screaming a lot of clients, but I'm only doing that because, you know what, I'm trying to motivate you, and I love you. But I don't hate clients. I love clients, right? And I think what happens is that after a while, as a firm becomes more and more successful, the head of the founder becomes bigger and bigger and he thinks that, oh my God, it's due to me that we became successful and I need to be in this role for the rest of my life because who's going to look after this firm and make it grow? You know, no one's as smart as me. Now, for those of you who listen to Firms Consulting Podcast way back from 2010, 2011, you'll know very clearly that I've always said I would never be that kind of founder. I would always step aside for the junior generation to come in and lead, right? Obviously. And that's easier said than done. How do you know when's the right time to bring in younger partners? Because the, because the reality is that you don't know. You have no idea. Every time the older generation looks at the younger generation, we think they're incompetent. We think they don't know anything. And that's a fact. You can be 25, you're looking at a 17-year-old, you think they're an idiot. You can be 17-year-old and you're looking at your 12-year-old sister and you think she can't do anything. And every generation is like that. So in today's podcast, if you are listening to this and you are developing younger people, I want to tell you a short anecdote about how I've realized I need to hand over more accountability to our other partners who are younger than me, right? So we have a partner in China, female, um, a name, well, she's got a Chinese name, which I don't want to butcher, you know, I don't want to insult her by trying to pronounce it and getting it all wrong. So the name she uses with me anyways, Amy, right? Well, she's with everyone who, de- who cannot produce, pronounce her name, but let's say Amy, right? So Amy, she's been w- working with us now for about a year and a half in China. She's a full-time partner of Firms Consulting, and she only works on the executive program side. So it doesn't do any case interview coaching uh, because we still stick that rule of um, only former partners doing coaching. And she, unfortunately, was only a very, she was an ma- engagement manager, uh, and then she became a, a managing director at a Balls Bracket Investment Bank, right? So very senior in banking, actually. She'd be like a partner equivalent in banking. Now, so Amy's been working with us for a long time, and she's been setting up things, and it's been going well. Uh, And I remember we were having this discussion when we first appointed her, where I said, you know, we've got to set up all the back end, all the systems. And you said, oh, don't worry, it's no rush. And I said, okay. And I forgot about it, right? So she's been working with us for three months, and I noticed she would send me messages from a personal email. I said, you know, Amy, we've got to get you talking to clients soon. So I want to make, you know, I'm going to, set, I'm going to get our IT guy to set up your email and set up your business cards. And so I said, I don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. So four months go by and I'm thinking to myself, okay, so Amy, what is she doing? You know, is she just like having a party there and going out for dinners? And how is she engaging clients? You know, how do they know that she's someone important? Then after a while, I ask, you know, Amy, how are things going? She says, no, don't worry about it. Everything's going well. You know, this is who I met. This is who I spoke to. I'm keeping in touch with them. And things are going well. You know, Firms Consulting is doing some important things in China with regards to executive programs, which we'll talk about more later. But it's not the point of this podcast. The point of this podcast is how do I know I'm too old, right? 
How do I know I don't understand the world anyway? So we're having this discussion and she's talking about to she's talking to me about a client she met at a state-owned bank and they are very interested in the executive program that we developed and they saw the lab study and they were you know really interested in what we did and they're talking to us about building a similar study for them. I said, amazing. And she said, you know, Michael, I really need to show you some of the communication this lady sent to me because I think they're really touching on the point. I said, okay, no problem. Email it to me. And she said, Michael, I don't have email. I said, okay, so how are you going to send it to me? She said, well, I use messaging and chat services. They're quite big in China. I said, okay. So you're telling me that I think it's senior vice president of strategy at a state-owned bank who went to Harvard, the Kennedy School of Government, you know, did an undergraduate degree at Oxford, probably wear suits that are more expensive than some of the you know suits I have, is chatting to you on whatever it's called, WeChat and so on, right? I think that's what it's called, WeChat. So yeah, she's chatting to me on WeChat, and that's how we communicate. We went to school together. She knows me. We're pretty good friends, so we don't send emails. We send, you know, chat. And that's when it hit me that I'm too old. Because if I had done this myself, I would probably be sending these bulky emails to people, asking them to respond to me. I, I just don't understand the younger generation. And that, that is when you know you have to hand over more power, right? Because if you don't, you're keeping all of the power to communicate with a generation you don't understand. You're just alienating them. And for those of you who now work with me, you know that I do have WeChat on my phone. And the only reason I have it is because Amy told me to put it on my phone. And then even now I don't know how to use it. I only know, right now I don't know how to send someone a message. They need to find my number, send me a message, then I'll respond to them. I don't even know how to say their, their, their names. I just see numbers on my phone, right? That's how I knew we had to hand over to a younger generation at Firms Consulting because our clients are different. There was a time when sending stuff via messaging service was seen as beneath partners and beneath senior consultants and beneath influential people. But here's Amy, immensely successful banker and consultant. She's got friends who are obviously immensely successful. If those people were in consulting 10 years ago, they would be, you know, exactly what we'd wanted. But they live in a different time. They live in a time where it's okay to communicate via chat. I mean, everything is sent via chat. They send PowerPoints. Well, they don't use PowerPoints these days, but they send messages, documents, and hear me waiting for updates via email. So how do you know when a new generation of partners are needed? It's simple. When you have a new generation of clients, that is the solution. You have a generation of client which interacts and communicates in a different way, a way that I don't really get. I'm still learning how to do this. I'm never going to learn, right? And then you, you need to find a way of engaging them. You need to bring in partners that can understand them. These are not ju- now, when I say that they're communicating via chat, I'm not talking about junior analysts. Senior vice president for strategy reports to the EVP running corporate finance, basically, the CFO. As senior as it gets, right? ex-Bain person. Communicating via chat because they grew up in that generation, right? Obviously very young, the... the SVP, I think, is in their late 20s, and Amy is in her early 30s. But when you when you are running a boutique firm, let me tell you something. The, mo- the biggest mistake you can make is to assume you are indispensable and things can only be done when you are there. You have to hand over to the next generation. 
And my philosophy is very simple. I know it's time to hand over to new partners when we have a new type of client. And I just don't get them. And I don't get this generation. I'm not saying I don't want to get them, but I just cannot. It's going to be too much for me to change. So you bring in partners, you groom them in your value system, period. They must be groomed in your value system. You know, as I've, In another podcast, I can talk about how firms consulting develops new regions and stuff, but we don't chase revenue. I never tell to these, these people, I never tell Amy, hey, you know what? You've got to make a million dollars this year. We're going to cut you. No, the rule is simple. We're going to measure you based on the value you bring to clients, the quality of the relationships, and how good you were at identifying their key problems and solving it. You do that and profits is a, an outcome, but it is not the goal. If you tell me, Michael, I built $3 million, I, don't, I couldn't care less, honestly. It doesn't matter to me because it's short term. I mean, look, we'll make a lot of money. We'll buy ourselves some Porsches and some yachts, but then we'll kill the business in five years. And I want to buy some Porsches and yachts in 20 years, right? Not just in the short term. So again, when you think about handing over, remember, it's as the client changes, you have to hand over. And I know many of you are thinking you can change too, but you cannot. You cannot change because you don't even know what you have to change. You cannot change some, you cannot fix a problem you, you cannot pinpoint. You know, I think I'm pretty modern, hip and cool, you know, giving quotes from Pretty Little Liars and Hannah Montana and whatever. But that doesn't make me someone who understands the modern generation. I didn't grow up in that time. So when you think of succession planning, even if you don't run your own company, but just you've got a team and you're thinking about whether to hand over more responsibility to a younger person, always remember something that is not your choice to make. It's the client's decision. They make the decision through the through the people they appoint. They appoint someone who just happens to be young, hip, cool, and different. Well, you've got to go with it as well. So if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to... Um, Respond and I'll be able to, I'll be more than happy to post my feedback.